Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. We're here with the Double Deuce in two states, the state of Kansas and the state of Minnesota. We're getting hardcore Midwest. That's right. We're all over this um, effing Midwest. You know where I was yesterday, Nelson? Min- Minnesota. No, I was in Iowa, then Minnesota. Wrong. And then when I was well, in half Iowa, right. I was, well, yeah, technically half right. Okay, yeah, yeah, but half wrong too. That's my point. That's that's fair. So uh, anyway, when I was in Iowa, uh, I took uh, I took everybody to the number one Amish market in Iowa. Ooh. Apparently, yeah, yeah, it was right off the highway, conveniently located, and it had a ton of Amish things. It had a wall of pickles. It had a bunch of cheese. It had a special little, like, 50s-style diner counter where you could order ice cream and you could order fried chicken. And there was a sign on the counter next to the stools that said, please do not sit at this counter. It had a useless fucking deco counter. Weird. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, seem... It, having having a, a purposeless, like, uh, counter seems against the Amish way. It does. It seems like a lack of hospitality. And plus, they had all sorts of electronic equipment when they were that they were frying the chicken in. But, you know, I wasn't judging them because I was too busy, sad because I was having to stand up. Also, they had bathrooms that were on the inside of the building, but smelled like they should have been outhouses. So that was pretty Amish. Yikes. Were they not flushing or something? No, it just smelled real bad in there, like the waste of, uh, of a thousand travelers on a holiday weekend. That's, uh, yikes. That's what I get for road ablution, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a bad bathroom. Yeah. Do your pooping before you take your road trip. That's the lesson I learned yesterday. Yeah, that's that's sound advice. You, you can never trust the bathroom on the road. I mean, the only reason you should be using a bathroom on the road is out of uh, vile necessity that makes the circumstances, the danger outweigh the circumstances. I remember the worst road bathroom I've ever been to was in Northern California. Um, uh-huh. Kind of kind of around where like the Redwoods and shit are. Uh, anyway, there was just like a convenience store and the only bathroom they had was just like a fucking like portage on thing set up outside. And you know how a lot of those they've got like the seat and then they've got the little side area. If you just want to pee into like the side. Yeah. Area. Anyway. So this thing, the, uh, the seat was up and there was shit like up to the toilet seat, like oh. crowning. Oh. There was also shit in the side place just for peeing, like piled up. It was just completely filled, filled with shit. It was rough. Well, this was, was we should have probably tell put you, a that content, did not smell great either. Probably put a content warning on this episode because that yeah. about made me bomb bomb in my uh, in my nice swank Minneapolis apartment. 
It's the kind of apartment that if you had it in your 20s, you'd be like, I'm not just surviving, I'm thriving. But in your in your late 40s, you're like, oh, oh, well, this is like college all over again. Somebody yeah. puts art on these walls. You know what I'm saying? I wonder what would happen if they if you guys left and they came back, the owners, and just found a whole bunch of art on the walls. They'd probably they'd probably be like, oh, geez, I don't know why they did that, eh? Because yeah. that's how Minnesotans sound. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's my experience. Yeah. The guy at the liquor store talked like that. It was hilarious. He's like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I'm from from Kansas." He's like, "Oh, that's real far away." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yep, it is." <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then I I went to the to the, uh, the 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 cash register, and the guy at the cash register was this really cool looking dude with a bandana. Uh, and so he was like uh, talking to me. I'm like, can I take a selfie with you? He's like, oh yeah, you can. I'm like, great. And so I took a selfie and I did one of my board selfies and he thought that was hilarious. He's like, what you going to use that for? And I said, you know, well, I'm doing this art project where I'm getting all these selfies where I look excited and people look bored. And eventually I'm going to do a mosaic of me looking really sad made up of all these pictures and call it I have so many friends and uh, the guy looked over at the other dude that I talked to earlier I was like hey did you hear that Dave I'm gonna be famous and Dave was like oh yeah you are <laughs> oh yeah you are oh yeah uh so it's good it's good times it's good times with, with my new Minnesota friends like Minneapolis it's uh it's fun. It's it it's it seems like it's perpetually on the verge of burning down, but uh but very pleasant in the meantime. Like there's a there's a, a, a dark throbbing underlying intensity, but boy, it's sure covered up with a, a little bit of charm and some knickknacks, you know. Yeah, I think the knickknacks yeah. are key. Yeah, knickknacks are real key, I think. They're knickknack people. We went to the Mall of America, and uh, wow, wow! It was. I I I imagine like if the internet was a place, like a physical place, like in Wreck It Ralph, like it would look like the Mall of America. Like it had the best of things, and it had the worst of things. It had like the 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 t-shirt kiosk that was like it had let's go brandon shirts and it was like really long and badly fonted shirts about i and my husband is a is a mm. mount man and he carries a gun and he loves me very much but he tells me not to talk and you know that that one those shirts mm -hmm. yeah and and so all that shit and then there were just a lot of like really awful people but uh, with like you know one gun, two gun, red gun, blue gun, sort of sort of thing. Um, Yikes! You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like in the middle of the thing, there's like a Georgia O'Keeffe vagina-shaped planter with a bunch of mums in it, and I'm like, well, that's that's a fertility garden there, right in the middle of all this garbage. So it's the best of times, worst of times. Sounds like the Mall of America is a double-edged sword. It is, and it's got the Nickelodeon um, uh, uh, playground. Um, sorry, my son corrected me. The Nickelodeon universe. Uh, Oliver's here. You say hi to the people on the podcast. Tell them what you ate today. I don't know what I ate. Octopus? Octopus. Yeah, you had an octopus today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did well, they cook it first? No, uh, well, yes. No, it was cooked octopus, yes. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, he, he ate it. And then okay. spit it out. 
And then they did it again, like a dog that eats its own vomit. Um, anyway, so the, the the Nickelodeon thing had a like a like a little mini version of the detonator, right? Like you know how the detonator basically it's like uh, four sets of seats around a, a square post and it takes you up and then slams you down real hard. You know that one? Yeah, I'm familiar with that type of thing. Okay, well, this was like a little mini version of it, so it was like only about four stories tall, and it wasn't super, super intense on the drops or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ollie was all getting to go on it, and um, it's just to sort of lay this out, like it was, it was indoors in the Mall of America, and nobody's screaming because it's not really terrifying. Occasionally, the people on the roller coaster, which went a little faster, would scream, but mostly it was just light entertainment, right? Were they were they so, just kind of like, oh, geez, whenever it would drop? Yeah, 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 oh, uh, but uh, or nothing, we're just silence, you know, mm-hmm. which is a seems a little sad to me, but you know, we're all in the Mall of America, so just living is enough at that yeah. point. Um, but then so he's like, I want to go on that one, and I'm like, does not seem a little intense. He's like, no, that's what I want to do. So he's waiting in line, and he's fine, and we get up there and they check in, and he's fine, and then we get, um, and we are facing like the entryway, so like the, the line is backing up, and we can see. Line, right they're right in front of us um we're we're getting the the, the shoulder pad thing comes down we we strap in our seatbelts and all of a sudden he's like i, I don't want to do this and i'm like well it's a little it's a little late now and i feel really bad because i know how that is as a kid you know you get scared you know, so i'm just trying to calm him. like you can hold my hand and he won't do it but he's like i don't know if i want to be here there's this cute little kid next to him who's like i'm nine years old and i've done all of these rides and this one isn't too bad and gives him this really nice smile and it was mm-hmm. like a little norman rockwell moment and all he's like uh. so it seems like it's gonna be okay right mm-hmm. and then the guy hits the button it starts going up and we're going up and up and up and up and up and ollie's just like i all hear a sudden here right as we're about to take the first drop just this shouting and he screams it all the way down. Uh, I think your, your sound might have cut out from the from the, oh, the okay. level of volume I, there. <laughs> I probably screamed it too loud, but it was like, uh, not really loud. Like picture that really loud. Right on. Um, and then and then he was screaming, "Oh my God, I want to die! Want to die!" over and over again. And he keeps screaming these two things: "Fuck!" and "Oh my God." I want to die over and over again. And the people from the line are looking at us, right? And they're all <laughs> horrified, except for one guy who's in his like mid thirties who's just cracking up. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm glad you're here, dude. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I can't think of anything to do. So I start screaming, right? So I'm yeah. like, not fuck, just screaming to try to cover the noise of him screaming. Mm-hmm. But I've got a lower voice, so his carries farther. And I'm sure, like, everybody in the fucking ground floor of of the Mall of America can hear my son screaming, fuck, I want to die. Oh, my God, I want to (laughs) die. And that goes on for the three minutes of the ride. We finally get down to the bottom. And, you know, I'm kind of just, like, looking down a little bit because I can feel the eyes of all the people in the line Mm -hmm. upon us. And, like, they take off the seatbelts and undo the shoulder pads. And he's like, it was great. Can we go again? And I'm like, no, no, we're not. We're not doing it again, man. It's it. That's it. So that was uh, that was a big moment today. That was a big moment. I feel like that's um, you know you you definitely at least made that one guy's day. Probably more people too who were enjoying yeah. it, but didn't want to let on because they were too midwestern. 
Right. And then we went over to the Diego survival bus. Um, that was a, a ride one over and we were listening to the people in the detonator line and yeah, you could hear them clearly. I mean, we, they must've been able to hear most of the way around that, <laughs> at least that part of the, of the, the mall. So um, I do feel like, yeah. like the kid who's losing his shit is one of the best things at a ride sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, if it hadn't been my kid, I would have been like the guy who was laughing. I would have been just cracking up. But uh, the fact that it was my kid was, I was just trying to do damage control because I'm like, I, you know, I feel like you, you you can't recover from that parenting blow, right? People are going to be looking at you like you're the worst parent ever. And it's like, I, I tell him, I tell him not to swear. I really do. I try not to swear in front of him. Whenever I swear in front of him. I say, you know what, Ollie? I shouldn't have said that in public. You know, I should have kept that to myself. Yeah. But no, it's never, it's never enough, Nelson. It's never quite enough. I remember I was in Disney World and I went on the uh, Haunted Mansion. And I don't know if you've been on the Haunted Mansion, but they kind of just bring you into this circular room that's got pictures and stuff on it. And then mm-hmm. it's like the uh, the floor. It, they make it look kind of like the floor is dropping, but I think it's just the wall is like moving in an upwards thing. And then the 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 paintings get spookier. And there's this one kid kind of standing in the middle watching and he just starts screaming, just like sustained, almost unstoppable screaming at just the like the imaginary we're sinking and then some scary portraits. And it's like this ride hadn't even really started yet. This kid is losing his mind. <laughs> But he was there's <laughs> just like a look of absolute terror in his eyes, and his jaw just dropped open and just screams. Nothing but long screams coming out. <laughs> and everyone was kind of losing their shit about it. Because it was kind of <laughs> just a it looked like this kid had never seen anything so scary in his entire life. <laughs> well, that that's what was hilarious about uh both of Ollie's because I took him to Worlds of Fun a few weeks back and mm-hmm. and that was hilarious too, because we went on Cyclone Sam. And that was the first thrill ride that to my knowledge, he's ever done, right? And that one, yeah. it's pretty intense, really. I mean, it doesn't go up high or anything, but it's in the dark, indoors. You spin around really fast, and if you're the person on the inside, which he was, you're, like, slammed up against the person on the outside by, by you know, force, and um, and it's just... And he was just screaming bloody murder like he was being killed, and, like, the mm. people, like, next to us were kind of laughing a little nervously, uh, and I thought he, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, I've traumatized my kid, I've traumatized my kid, but he, he got off of there, he was like, oh, my God, I hated that, I felt like I was gonna die, can we do it again? And that was sort of his his reaction, but uh, it, this was the same thing, it was the same thing, only with a lot more actual swearing, he didn't he didn't go the full f bomb uh, on Cyclone Sam's that I could tell. Boy, howdy! Anyway, the Mall of America—it's got a lot of shops. I bet. Yeah, yeah. What's really funny is Karen Allen, friend of the podcast, Karen Allen, uh, and another friend um, were both up in Minneapolis for the weekend, and Karen was at the Mall of America. I didn't see her, but we were in the same place. That's crazy. Like it's a Lawrence takeover this weekend. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. It's too so, bad you uh, didn't get a chance. You, you know, you should ask her if she heard some kid screaming fuck. <laughs> I will. I will the next time I talk to her. Um, we're in historic uh, Franklin Street District. Um, yeah. right next What's historic to a, about it? Well, it's 
because it's a historic district, there's a sign. Okay. Did like something happen yeah. or is it just old? It's historic Franklin Street. Right on. It's historic. Like, did somebody fight a battle there or did somebody like invent a plane? Man, what am I? Do I look like a, a Minnesota historian, man? I don't know. Did you? I guess you didn't read the plaque. There wasn't a plaque. It just said it was just a sign that said historic Franklin okay. Street District. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll Google it. Educate yourself. But anyway, it's uh, it's like right across the street is uh, is a cafe that's run by a collective. And last night there was a big punk show. So my first like night in Minneapolis, like there was fucking thumping, like full replay volume punk music. And at one point I walked out uh, to go get some booze and uh there's a, there's a guy lead singer is just like screaming at the beginning of a set we'd like to dedicate tonight's show to capitalism and then they started into the song and the first line was fuck you um and i loved it i decided i like that is you couldn't ask for a more minnesota minneapolis moment i think than a punk band uh decrying capitalism Right when you show up at your Airbnb. Yeah. It's yeah. a little t- anyway. taste of home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and at so least I your went... son wasn't the only one yelling fuck in Minneapolis. You know, at least my son wasn't the only one yelling fuck in Minneapolis. That's that should be the title of this this episode. Uh but you know, I went and I, I sat and uh and, and drank a beer and like watched from across the street from a safe distance, listened to the music. It was pretty good. I mean, as good as punk music can be, really. There was there was one punk band that had a a synthesizer. I thought that was kinda um bold, you know, power punk with a synthesizer. It's it's not typically punk, I would say. Well, I mean, you could sort of look to like you know metal punk, punk like Nitzerev or maybe like Kraftwerk or something like that. But these these guys, you were think not Kraftwerk Nitzerev is punk? No, but I'm trying to think of bands that have a lot of synth. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but Nitzerev is, but uh, nobody knows them because they were obscure in the '80s, and I'm sure nobody knows who they are now. Uh, except for me and Alex Kip, because he was the one who used to play the cassette in, in in his car. They had a song with the lyrics that you don't really understand because they were either German or Russian, and so all their songs were pretty heavily accented. And I swear the lyrics of one song were glisten, glisten, glistening bits of tuna uh, to a to a to a thumping uh, bass beat with some synthesizer. I wonder if that tuna had some kind of glaze on it or something, or if it's just wet. Yeah, I some don't wet know. tuna. I, mean, I, I kind of was thinking it was either like a nice soy balsamic honey glaze on a cooked salmon, or just mm-hmm. like an albacore tuna in oil, like Starkist can that just got opened up, like not one that's been sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. And it's but moist. It's it falling out. Yeah. Because it's not glistening can of tuna, it's glistening bits of tuna. Yeah, maybe they just yeah. dumped it, dumped it on on something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all had that college apartment where there was a, a cat bowl where the a lot of the food was kind of around the sides, and nobody had picked it up. So there was like tuna and 
shit in varying stages of decay lying yeah. around on the floor. I mean, we all had that experience, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. We once had a smell in our around our kitchen and our fridge that was so bad that how bad like, was it? <laughs> instead of cleaning it up, we just put a blanket over the open hallway between the kitchen and the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and just like that was how we solved that problem. So How'd the blanket that work? kept. Well, I mean, it kept the smell out of the living room until you opened the blanket to go into the kitchen, and then it was worse. Yeah. Yeah. Put a lot of bad smells and swearing in this episode. Yeah. I feel like maybe there's something in the air, you know? What do you want for Christmas, Delson? Oh, man. I, don't, I got some time to think about it, I feel like. It's a long way. No, you off. don't. I, 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 I want to know now. I'm I'm here in Minneapolis. I'm gonna probably get your Christmas gift. What do you want? Um, hmm. It's, it's got to be from Minneapolis. Okay. Do you want it, uh, something with Minneapolis on it? Uh, sure. Is that what you really want, Nelson? Or are you just saying that because? Can you get me one of those bandanas so I can be cool like that guy at that store? Fuck yeah, I can. I will. I'm An official done. cool I'm guy, Minneapolis bandana. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was the official cool guy Minneapolis bandana, and I will get you one, brother. That is a thing we're gonna have. I didn't know I that like people a... still wore bandanas in Minneapolis with Prince gone, or maybe it's like in tribute to Prince. I don't know. I mean, he looked really comfortable in it. This was not the first time my kid had worn a bandana, is what I'm saying. Right on. He's got a history of bandana wearing. I I I reckon. Okay. I, mean, I, I can't speak concretely to it, but that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like on his head or was it like tied somewhere else? No, it was on his head, like, you know, like a, like, okay. a, like, all, like karate kid style, like right, right, uh, you know, like a headband sort of thing. Oh, I see. But yeah, but it was a bandana. Okay. Yeah. And he had a tank top on too. And I thought, bold move, bold move. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, well, it gets warm up there this time of year. It does. It's it's a little bit like Kansas, but with less humidity. I mean, it's been up to the upper 80s and 90s all week. Uh, or last two days when I've been here. Yeah. Yeah. So, got that going for us. I feel like it's been hot here. Yeah. But I've been inside are you, are, a lot. Are you staying, are you staying cool in, in the heat wave? Oh, yeah. Not bandana cool, but pretty cool. Man, you get that bandana in a Kansas winter, you're going to be so cool. Do you remember that time we went to Iowa? It was so cold that, like, that, like a couple froze to death when their car fell in icy water, like, right before we got there? I'd forgotten about that detail, but it was extremely fucking cold there. Yeah, and, like, for some reason, nobody was giving us rides. Like, you and me and Jack, like, had to walk everywhere. Yeah, I remember cutting through buildings a lot as much as we could, and just because it was brutal. It was brutal to be outside for mere seconds. It was a pretty desolate place. Yeah. It's just like cold. It's, it's all corn and loneliness. Yeah. And yeah. Captain Kirk. I nearly had Ollie convinced that children in Iowa grow up in the corn, and like he should look for corn children 
um, but he didn't buy it. He's like, you're trying to tell me that it's like that movie. And I'm like, what movie? And he's like, the children of the corn. I'm like, oh, I thought you meant Firestarter. He didn't get that joke. You're Has just he seen, seen those movies? No. I mean, yeah. he's watched enough YouTube to know what he, he's, he's getting co weird cultural references now. Yeah. I wouldn't be I know surprised if you could find some Children of the Corns just on YouTube to watch. I mean, I suppose if you wanted to. He certainly has managed to. He, he's, like, gotten to the point where he's good enough with YouTube that, like, he's, like, kind of a tour guide now. He's like, well, here's what this ride is, and here's what this ride is. And, no, you don't want to go do that. Um, mm. And he's got some good insider knowledge. I'm like, oh, this kid could actually end up being handy to have around instead of just a continual resource drain that shits and screams fuck everywhere. Right on. I yeah, looked up Franklin Street, by the way, and the most I could find is that there's some old buildings there. Yeah, historic district. That's what I told you. From from the 1880s and 1890s. Which I don't is want to say technically it. history. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. It's a melting pot around here. It's um, it's really like living in Lawrence, Kansas. It's a real uh, interesting thing to be like the only white folks on the street. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, OK. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is this must be what it's like for folks of color in our uh, city. All the and uh, and that that was that was an, an interesting new perspective. And, um, you know. Yeah. I'm going right to stop on. that there. Yeah, Speaking that, that, of interesting and new perspectives, Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're a Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash doubledeucepod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, that, like the minis you find in the deck of deuces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, when you're like, wherever five podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, well, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> double deuce. Good episode.